What is the golden phrase during your third year in medical school? How do you navigate experiences that may not be positive during third-year rotations? What makes one choose to go into child psychiatry? Today on Talking Admissions and Med Student Life, I interview Doug, a fourth-year medical student here at the University of Utah School of Medicine. Helping you prepare for one of the most rewarding careers in the world. This is Talking Admissions and Med Student Life with your host, the Dean of Admissions at the University of Utah School of Medicine, Dr. Benjamin Chan. Well, welcome to another edition of Talking Admissions and Med Student Life. We've got a great guest today, Doug. How are you doing, Doug? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Doug just uh, wrapped up third year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're going to talk about third year. Yeah. So when third year started, did you have an idea what kind of doctor you wanted to be? Yeah. I came in thinking pediatrics. Why? Um, I think I've always liked kids. Um, I don't know. I just... I guess I just leaned that way. I wasn't sure. I was still open-minded during third year because mm-hmm. I didn't want to, you know, close myself off to anything. But, um, yeah, coming in coming into med school in general, I was thinking peds. Okay. So so when you got – I know there's a strategy behind it, but when you got to plan your third-year schedule, did you try to strategically place pediatrics in a certain part of the year, or how did that work out? Um, yes and no. Uh, I mean, generally they say whatever you want to do, you don't want to do first or last. So yeah. I just – Made, uh, supposedly, uh, like in the beginning, you're fresh, you don't really know what you're doing, so you want to like look good on the rotation you want to do it well in. So, um, and then I've heard that some uh clerkship directors know that the last people in third year also don't want to do that, so that's just so kind of like Goldilocks, not too hot, not too cold, yeah, exactly, just right, the middle of the year, okay. Mm -hmm. So, where do pediatrics end up being for you? Oh, God. It was like third or fourth, I think. Okay. So it was a good place. All right. So you're thinking peds, thinking peds, mm-hmm. and then pediatrics happened. Um, so I started out with psych, actually. Okay. Um, that just kind of happened. Um, and then I loved child psych, actually. So, and I totally wasn't expecting it. You know, everyone says, oh, psych is easy, the schedule's easy, blah, blah, blah. But I really want to do child, and... So what did you like about child psych? Um, just that, I don't know, kids are just resilient and they go through things that, you know, a lot of people don't go through. Even like, I remember just some kids, even, you know, some kids go through a lot of things before they're 16 that I'll probably never go through in my entire life. Mm. And just seeing them go through that and seeing that it's not usually like 99% of the time it's not their fault usually it's the family or the parents or other outside factors that play into why they are where they are and I think that you know there's definitely a huge need for child psych and mm-hmm. um, so it sounds like you like talking to them getting to know them their stories yeah um, how they ended up at the hospital mm-hmm. it was good I mean, I it kind of made it sounds like it kind of nurtured this desire you had of working with kids yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and it was it was a lot. It was very similar to the work I did prior to med school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it just makes sense looking back that um, ultimately that's what I've chosen. Mm-hmm. So start off third year, you do psychiatry, you get induced to child psych, and did you change your mind immediately, or are you just like okay, this is this is like top three? I still wanted to do pediatrics. Yeah, it was like top three, okay. uh, but I didn't. You know, I still wanted to keep an open mind. I s- still thought okay. 
I really like this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see how Peds goes. So I waited. I basically waited to decide until after Peds, essentially. Okay. Um, how was your experience on pediatrics? It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe I just didn't quite like it as much as child psych. Not to say that it was bad, but um, some of the... I don't know. I didn't have the greatest experience with one of the residents, but, I mean, that's just kind of as it goes. But even mm-hmm. besides that... I think I just enjoy child psych more in general. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I think it's hard because, you know, when I think back to what I went through, what my peers went through, is that, yeah, your experiences with different residents or different attendings on all the different services can really make or break, you know, know, medical students' desires to go in that field. I've had a lot of people, on the other hand, say, like, oh, I I didn't think I wanted to be a surgeon, and then I started surgery, and they just are with this one resident or this one attending who, you know, just kind of made all the difference and kind of opened up the doors and opened up their eyes to the possibilities. Yeah, definitely. I mean, talking to all my classmates, that's definitely how it goes. Mm -hmm. Which is good and bad, right? It's good in that, you know, you can have different experiences. It's also bad in that one resident or attending could ruin what you potentially want to do all your life. But mm-hmm. that's just kind of how it goes. And It's kind of the drawback. It's kind of the be- pluses and minuses of the apprenticeship model. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, even like surgery. I actually really liked surgery, mm-hmm. surprisingly. I was expecting to hate it, but the residents made it great. Like, mm-hmm. I work with great residents. Um, I, for a hot second, considered it because of them. But, yeah, no, it was, it was a great experience. And even internal med, I wasn't really expecting to like. But I had some great, like, awesome interns. Mm-hmm. Um, and they made the experience great. I mean, looking back, I don't want to do medicine. I don't necessarily like adults. But the interns, the residents made it, you know, a great rotation for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did you ever think about pediatric surgery or... Because there's all these other like little pediatric subdisciplines where you can also work with kids. I mean, That's you, true. You know. um, no, I never really considered pediatric surgery uh, or pediatric anesthesiology. And no, not really. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe down the road, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I never really thought about. I know I didn't want to do <laughs> certain specialties of peds just because of my experience in like ELOs and stuff. But um, yeah, I didn't really strongly consider any subspecialties necessarily mm-hmm. it's kind of hard doing your peds because even when you have a subspecialty you're only on there for like a week like i did pmnr for a week and it's just like physical medicine rehab yeah mm-hmm. it's it's just kind of you're in and out and you mm-hmm. don't really see much of it unfortunately so doug as i've been listening to you kind of hearing like that you may have had some negative experiences uh... in medical school like or the Experiences that were not ideal, or what oh, you were expecting. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> Nothing so, can be perfect. <laughs> you know, to the people that are listening out there, like, how do you navigate those? How do you get through them? What, uh, what do you do? I think a lot of it is you just have to expect it. I think I've talked to some classmates who thought third year would be just awesome, and like, or I've heard stories of med students thinking, you know, they can leave when they want, or... Uh, you mean walk away from the team at a certain hour? Or, yeah, or, yeah, or like they can, you know, just go to certain events whenever they want, or, or I don't know. I feel like for me, a lot of it is knowing, knowing my place. Like mm-hmm. you know, as a third year, you are the bottom man on the totem pole, and you're going to work hard. You may not be recognized for it, but that's you know that's what we signed up for. Mm-hmm. When we're a fourth year, when we're residents, it's different, but. 
as a third year med- medical student, you know, you should know where you stand. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it kind of baffles me that a lot of people don't see that. Mm-hmm. And so they, I think that plays into why they have a worse experience because they think it's going to be something it's not. And like, I, I came in knowing, you know, I'm not going to know when I can go home. I'm not going to know if I can go to like family events or, you know, things I want to go to as a normal person. You just know that that's kind of how it is. Or if an attending talk, if attending, you know, corrects you in a way you feel isn't the best or, or a resident yells at you or something. Like I expected all of these things in third year. Mm-hmm. And I think when you don't expect those things, then people have a worse experience. So yeah, I had, I mean, granted I had some bad experiences, but I expected to have some bad experiences. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be, you know, perfect. Yeah. So hospitals can be very stressful places. Yeah. Human behavior is often complex. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and sometimes things don't go very well in hospitals, and you have bad outcomes. And I think it's natural for sometimes people to, you know, I don't like the word to say, like, lash out, but they have high expectations, as we should in hospitals. Yeah. And when people are are not meeting those expectations, you know, tempers can kind of flare, and depending on the situation, you know, strong words need to be said. Definitely. I think, I like what you said, Doug, because, you know, I think students start third year, not all students, you know, certain percentage of students start third year, and it's, it's a huge change mm-hmm. because, you know, I've heard people say repeatedly, you know, the first two years of med school, it's very med student focused. Yes. You know, almost everything is about the students Definitely. and ranging from professors to lecturers to support services, you know, wellness, tutoring, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then third year starts and there's this kind of big shift where the focus um, is on the patients and patient safety and patients getting better and getting treatment. And I still think medical education is important, but it's not like the be-all, end-all. It's like, you know, it's further on the list of priorities. Definitely. And to make a, a hospital run and function, there's certain tasks that students do that everyone kind of does. And I don't know, when I went through, it was always like, you know, the med students were expected to be the first to arrive and the last to leave. And, like, woe be the students <laughs> who tried to leave before their attendings or their residents had not finished the work. Because mm-hmm. students are supposed to help out finishing that work. Right. So, I don't know. How does that strike you? Does that? Do you remember being taught this? Or it was just kind of implicit? Or I think it's implicit. I don't know if... I don't, I don't think it necessarily needs to be outright said. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that should be an obvious thing. Maybe it's not to some people, but... Um, I mean, and, like, I think the culture of third year and fourth year is changing as well. Um, like the so-called pimping where they, you know, ask you questions and people are, you know, everyone's scared of that during third year, but I expected it. I expected to be under pressure. I expected, you know, to have that. So, um, I think residents are being a little bit better about it though. They're, you know, maybe a little nicer or they're remembering what it was like to be a third year instead of, Mm -hmm having this hierarchical system that we used to have. Yeah. Um, I used to hate pimping. Like, I remember, you know, I would I would just practice and practice, and I thought I knew my, you know, I knew my material, I knew my patients. But then you put me during rounds in front of all these other people, nurses, pharmacists. There's like 10 people in a circle. And then you start getting those questions, like, what's going on? Why do you think this is happening? Mm-hmm. What are the top three reasons that this patient's anemia is going on? Yeah. I just remember... My brain just like shutting down. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's, it's a really hard way to learn. Like, it is, yeah, and it's very it's very stressful. And 
you know, I mean, I've definitely had those times where I just totally didn't know and attending maybe read me or the resident, whatever. Mm. But I think I remember I had this one attending and like, he would always like follow up. Like, are you sure? You know, <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah. And then it got so bad. I remember like, oh, I think that, I think this person can talk me out of my name. You know, he asked me my name. I said, Oh, it's Dr. Chan. Are you sure? Are you sure that's your name? And I was like, maybe it's not my name. I don't know. Like, I will, you know, like I've never really double checked my birth certificate in this like specific manner. Like, yeah. There's so, definitely attendings like that. Yeah. And yeah. But I think that's part of 30 as well. You know, interacting with different personalities. That's just, that's part of life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it, I mean, it's stressful. But it's also, I think, a good way. Sometimes certain pimping times, like, I'll remember that, like, forever because mm-hmm. of that. Other times, I'm like, man, that sucked. But mm-hmm. so it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the tips I always tell, um, you know, students during 30 years, like, you know, going back to my time analogy, it's like, you know, always check in with your residents. You know, your residents can dismiss you. They can send you home. You're yeah. like, is there anything else I can do? Exactly. You know, That's- like, can I help you fill out paperwork? <laughs> can I help you check this? Can I help you make a phone call? And, those are, those are and residents like med students who can be helpful because then mm-hmm. if their work list gets done, their to-do list gets smaller and smaller, they get to go home. Yeah. You know, so it's a, te- it's a team effort. Definitely. So. Well, that, that's the golden phrase of third year. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else I can help you with? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like code for... Uh, can I go home? Yeah, can I go home soon? <laughs> yes, so. All right. So let's talk about fourth year. Yeah. So uh, fourth year beckons. Mm-hmm. It's around the corner. Mm-hmm. So... Um, what kind of activities have you set up? What What are you doing? What are you thinking of doing? So I decided on child psych. Okay. Um, I'm doing a bunch of psych electives. I have an away on one of the blocks. I'm waiting to hear back from a few other things, but I am going to do an away somewhere. Um, so away rotation. Yes, yeah. away rotation. So um, and just talk about that. Like, do do these rotations? So these are other medical schools, other hospitals mm-hmm. outside of Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can be inside Utah. I guess there's other hospitals you can do them at. Yeah. Um, do you have? Is there an application fee? Yeah, there's an application. It's a whole nother VSAS. It's a whole nother thing you got to do. But visiting student application service. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So each school just has a different fee. Um, just when you're doing it, it's a lot easier than like. Uh, like fifty bucks, twenty bucks. Yeah, it can yeah. be like fifty bucks. Some of them are like three hundred. It's wow. like yeah, it's a wide range. Some of them is. You pay when you get accepted. Some of them you just pay outright, which mm-hmm. I didn't apply to. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's a much easier easier application than um, what's the applying to medical school or applying yeah. residency. Yes, okay. much much easier. So it's like a page. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, do they provide housing or how do you? Because like to me, it would be really hard to find a place for like four weeks or six weeks, other than like staying in a hotel, which would be really expensive. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, you kind of are on your own. I mean, there are. Some avenues, like, I think there's, like, some random website for med students. They're doing a ways. But there's not, like, a set system, which would be nice. Or if the institution itself set you up with housing, would be nice. But that just doesn't exist. So it's a lot of couch surfing. Yeah. Airbnb, you know, seeing if you know people there, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> and these, these experiences are more or less auditions, right? Yes. Because they get to know you, you get to know them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the, a de facto interview. In case, I've even heard that some programs, they just will interview at the very end, and they'll just oh. count that. So. Oh, I didn't know that. I've yeah. never heard that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I've heard, that, yeah, it's basically an interview. So you can either look at it as good or bad. Either If you do well, it's good. If you mm-hmm. do bad, it's bad. <laughs> but 
the point is to hopefully help you get into that institution for residency. Yeah. And then can we talk about p- potential couples match? Yeah. So what's the strategy? Because it's like you're doing couples match, right? Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? Like, do you guys like pour over the maps together? <laughs> like- we will. Uh, it's it's it is a complex uh, situation. It does make it more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, There's but- a lot to talk about, though, right? Uh-huh. You're always talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> different ideas, different possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to look at you know places that have both your programs. First of all, uh, places that you're both comfortable with. Um, you have to apply more broadly. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of target bigger cities, bigger programs. Mm-hmm. And that translates to more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so how much have you budgeted? I So I've tried talking to people who have already done it. Some people say like five grand. Some people say ten. It's a lot of dollar bills. It is a lot of dollar <laughs> bills. Um, so probably closer to ten, but I honestly, I have no idea, to be honest. If everything breaks in your favor, would you try to do like a like a road trip? You know, try to hit a lot of programs, boom, 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 instead of like flights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would definitely save money, and they definitely they. Everyone tells you, you know, if you're applying, especially couples matching, you should apply. You know, if there's three or whatever plus programs in one area, you should try to do all three and like uh, interview that's around the same time. That way, you you know, efficiency. Efficiency. Mm-hmm. That's good. So that's good. Yeah. Rack up the sky miles. Yeah. So how's it feel? Does it feel good to be a fourth year? Oh, it feels... <laughs> yeah, it does. First and second year were rough. I actually... I enjoyed third year a lot. Um, it was better than first and second year, in my opinion. But I've heard that fourth year is even better because there's no test... Well, yeah, there's no tests. Um, well, there's step two. There's step two. But after step two, it's basically done until residency. Mm-hmm. So once you're done with step two and, re- and applying for residency... Fourth year is supposed to be a much-deserved break for mm-hmm. med students. So, looking forward to it. <laughs> looking back, any regrets? Uh, any regrets? Man. Would, would you do it again? Would I do it again? <laughs> yes, I think. It has been a very hard road, I will, give, I will admit. Um, you know, I'm not the strongest test taker, and... Step and shelves and stuff were hard for me. I'll, I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. Um, med school is definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, but, you know, I've made a lot of great friends. I've had a great experience. And like you like you say, there are always, you know, hundreds of people who die to be in my place. And um, so, yeah, I would do it again. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until you get to residency. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then we're having this conversation again. <laughs> well, Doug, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you being so honest. And uh, I wish you the very best. We'll have to, like, well, let's keep touch during your fourth year. Yeah, definitely. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, there's some things that will probably start happening, like interviews and mm-hmm. flying and road trips. And mm-hmm. then the all-encompassing match come yeah. March, March 2018. So. Uh. Can't it can't come soon enough. Four years. Wow. Yeah, I know. I can't believe we're in fourth year now. Yeah. Time flies. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Doug. Thanks, Dr. Chan. Thanks for listening to Talking Admissions and Med Student Life with Dr. Benjamin Chan, the ultimate resource to help you on your journey to and through medical school. A production of the Scope Health Sciences Radio, online at thescoperadio.com.